can you like try and explain to me like you'd be a complete like fucking dummy when it comes to all this like you know making money online and you know all this kind of stuff how how do you make money I so how I make money is I provide a software solution to local businesses so pretty much in a nutshell it, it's called SaaS it means software as a service there is a platform out there called high level we white label it we upload our own logo on there and we go out and set to local businesses. This software does everything a business would actually need in terms of marketing themselves. You know what I mean? It's like whatever a business pays us every month, they're pretty much guaranteed to like get the ROI on that. They'll they'll pretty much make money from that because you got a website builder in there. There's thousands of templates. You can do email marketing. You can do SMS marketing, reputation management. That's actually one of the big ones that I sold at the start. Reputation management is pretty much we're able to go to local businesses and help them get more positive Google reviews, but we're able to internalize and hide the negative ones. So you think for something like a hotel or a restaurant that's always dealing with people with like a high volume of people where, you know, there's so many things that can go wrong. Say it's a hotel, you know, the, the receptionist might be having a bad day. The food mightn't be the best. The room mightn't be the cleanest or whatever. There's so many different things that can go wrong. And the reviews, like the, the gating, where you're able to internalize those negative ones, it, it really helps. That's that's where I really got started with selling that specifically to like local businesses around me and stuff. And then I sort of expanded worldwide then. So the rest of Ireland, the UK, the US, you know, Australia, all those other countries and stuff. So that's, in a nutshell, that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> that's interesting. So you, so you can, you're selling them software. Obviously, there's other things, but this is the reputation management one where they can get rid of the bad reviews is, is that yep. the only thing that's part of that package did you say there was something else there's so much so like the reputation management is just a small tiny part of the whole software there's there's so much like you got a website on funnel builder in there so uh you can build and host websites for all your clients they can do their email marketing so you know anytime you sign up to an email list or whatever it's usually a software like mine that your email stored in and emails are sent out from uh the text message marketing the same um, there's a CRM in there as well. So you think for like sales teams and stuff like that. So you think real estate agents, insurance companies, mortgage guys, they all need, and like the, you know, your car insurance and stuff, you know, the way you always get calls from the, you know, you fill out a form on their website and then in an hour or 10 minutes, they call you and they're like, yes, lad, you're, you know, you got the quote there or whatever. Uh, it's a software like mine that these businesses actually use so they can keep track of all these leads and all these customers and what stage they're at and stuff. So, you know, if they have filled out the form, the next stage is to call them, personal call them. They'll, you know, they move them to the next stage whether they're interested or it was a waste of time or it was a scam or whatever. Like if it was a, a dud call or the information is incorrect or something like that, you know what I mean? It's all, you can manage all that in there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and is there a big, is there a big demand for people? Like I'm assuming it's like the ones who get like fucking a mad amount of, like say we'll say bad reviews and stuff like is there even even not even that but like all the other stuff that you're selling like is all the other software is there a is there a big demand for that like would there i was thinking about this before and i could be completely wrong because i don't know i don't know anything about this but would like would there not be a kind of like that you be coming in stepping on like the in there and like if say if a bit if it's a big firm that they'd have like internal it or something would you be stepping on mm -hmm. their toes or is this separate to it so it's kind of separate because these companies, so they, they don't really have people there that are providing software. Like you talking about IT and stuff, you like companies normally have like an email guy or 
they have someone that like manages the wi-fi and stuff this is completely different this is adding like pure value there's you're not really competing with the company itself or like any internal staff members i wouldn't say there's much like demand for it with an industry like this you need to find the demand so like you start something like this you get a website up and running you set up linkedin you're posting you know you're posting a few videos here and there it's like you're not really going to get much companies coming to you asking for your help because they don't know about you it's mainly all about outreach like to actually get customers and to get clients you're going to be doing facebook messages you're doing cold dms you're doing cold emails cold calls i did a lot of door-to-door at the start like i was walking into all the local you know all the local hotels and the restaurants and the bars and the gyms and everything around me to actually pitch this to them because the way i seen it was I could sit behind a phone. It's easy to just pick up a phone and dial a number. Anyone can do it. And these business owners are getting called all the time. Whereas it's so much more different actually going door to door, walking into them because no one ever does it. Like people, people go door to door selling things like Wi-Fi and electricity, but nobody goes door to door for software, you know? And what do you say to them when you knock on their door? <laughs> so like <laughs> you knock in on the door the it's usually the receptionist that's sitting behind the reception obviously like the business owner has always hired someone to deal with all the people coming in the door you know what i mean um it's, it's really about trying to get past that what's called gatekeeper um you know that that's the person in front of the person you actually want to speak to it's up to them where they connect you with them or they you know they, they bring them out and get you there it's it kind of depends like you have to read the situation every single time is going to be different. Like if it's someone and you, you know, nothing's going to happen, you know, you might try and have a conversation, just try and see where it can go or you know, ask for their number or whatever. But like, usually they're pretty sound, especially here in Ireland, people, like I said, like people aren't going door to door selling software and stuff. So they usually do pass you on to the owner because it could be something pretty big. It's like, was like, were they expecting you or something like that? So you just sort of, you have to just read every situation differently, but usually you have no bother actually getting through to the business owner if you go door to door. If you do cold calls, it's like a completely different story. Like for every 10 calls you might do in a cold call, you might you mightn't even get through to the actual decision maker. You might get through to one, you might get through to two. So that's why I think like the door to door just had the highest ROI there. You mightn't be able to do as much in a day, but you'll get better results, you know? Yeah. And when you when you do that, do you ever find with business? I found this once. So we were obviously I was doing something different. I think I was in TY, and I remember um it was for a musical thing. So we were trying to sell sponsorships for mm-hmm. thing, and I felt that every time we went into now most business, with some of them were really sound. And in fairness, most of them were were all right. They weren't pricks. Like I remember a lot of the place we went into. There was kind of this air of like you're taking money off us. Even if we are getting sponsorship out of you, we're, yeah. you're taking money off us. And it's kind of like there was they were a bit kind of within themselves and they were, it was, I felt like we weren't kind of welcomed there. Yeah. And I kind of noticed with Meowlet as well, like he, he does a kind of, he does kind of in IT and telecommunications and stuff. And he does say that sometimes is like, if they can't get money off you directly, like, you know, they're paying you money, like say they'd pay him money for a phone system, we'll say. Now that might make the money, but, at the time they can't see that or the sponsorship they can't they only see the money that's coming out to us yeah. so that's 100 percent spot on like i always say that when like people are jumping on calls to me and stuff that like i always say that because especially irish people like what i've noticed americans people out in america they they have they it seems like they don't really care you know what i mean like you could say it's two thousand a month and obviously there's going to be some sort of like sales resistance and stuff there but 
they'll actually there's more chance they'll actually take a chance on you whereas the irish people it's so hard for us to give up money and i you know we're all irish we know exactly what it's like hmm. um but then you do get the people then that do see the long term and they're like right if i pay for this let's just say it's 97 a month or 197 a month if i have my email list on here and we're able to make up enough sales it's going to be worth it whereas yeah when you're on the spot they're like we don't need this even though they might have a massive email list that they mightn't be using it they could be missing out on thousands every month they might not actually take a chance with it you know what i mean so i that's that's 100 spot on there right? yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that is that a bit um kind of does it get a bit intimidating or not intimidating but a bit uncomfortable sometimes when like if you can sense that this is like um because i know that feeling like you know when you go in you're kind of like i'm trying to sell something to you but i'm also a bit fucking i can feel that because as well as that like i suppose when you you know yourself like when you're trying to sell something you probably have to kind of know how far to push them as well if you can probably tell after a few minutes if they actually want to get it or if they're trying to shoot you out the door like yeah yeah. so you probably have to know you know when to when to leave as well yeah that's why i that again that's going back to the whole door-to-door thing that's why i did door-to-door because you know, it's a local guy walking in. You know, I, I started this when I was 18. You know what I mean? It's only two years ago. Um, So when you're so young, the actual local business owners do like to take a chance on you. And then you, you can read from the get-go if it's if they're just there to just listen and that's it. And they're they're not going to sign up. But then you, you can tell when they're genuinely interested because they're going to be asking questions and stuff back. Yeah. 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 Um, the software that you have, did you like develop that yourself or what, how did you like get that? So it's a white label platform. All that means is you take a, a, you take a software platform and you white label it, which means you upload your own logo on there. You go out and like you upload your logo, you connect up a domain. So you're able to take an already existing software platform and create what's called sub accounts. And you're able to sell that as many times as you want there's a lot of big guys in this space there's like i was at the high level event in texas there three weeks ago now at this stage and there's there's people doing two three four hundred thousand a month with this exact business model right here you know what i mean so yeah so so your software it, that is, is it isn't actually different from anyone else's is it? you've just white labeled it is it uh if, if you're you know talking about high level and stuff Yes, it's the same software, but it's all about the actual value that you can add on top of that because there's going to be other versions of the software out there that just sort of give you the software and they might give you a few website templates and just tell you to shoot on or whatever. Whereas with us, it's kind of like we provide 24-7 support. We have a full support team there. Um, you know, if they need anything at all, they can obviously get in touch with me directly as well. There's We do weekly calls and just there's, there's so much. It, you really have to differentiate differentiate yourself with the value you're providing to the marketplace itself you know what i mean but like in terms of software i you could get so many other places for the same price but it's it's all about the actual value you're providing for them you know right yeah yeah and do you like this um the software and stuff that you sell do you like um i initially i don't know how but i had in my head that you sell like courses because i don't know anytime i see saas or you know, I, and i see mm-hmm. them like things about online selling it just, I just kind of honest. It just goes straight to my head. There's a course you're selling, yeah. um. And then I looked at the videos. Then I didn't. Obviously, I knew you weren't. But um, about like you, do you know the way you like say what you do, and that like you're selling the software. Um, I have a question about like why do you, 
advertise that you're doing that would it not be better mm-hmm. for you yeah. like to keep it to yourself if you're making money out of it that then it would might get saturated if it can get saturated that yeah. other people start jumping on it and make money out mm-hmm. of it so in terms of saturation it's still a very new sort of thing to do like we had sean clark he's the he's the one of the three co-founders over at high level on one of our bi-weekly guest calls and i'll, I'll get back to that other point now in a second he so one of the guys in the call had asked him like how saturated is everything right now and at the time there was four and a half million people currently doing drop shipping there's 2.8 million people doing smma whereas there's only twenty eight thousand people doing this right now so there's still a long there's years until this gets saturated in terms of like why I do all this, so I have two sides of it. I have my actual SaaS itself that I sell to local businesses, but I also run a mentorship program to teach people, teach like young guys to actually do this themselves. It's all, you know, there's like the courses and everything like that are all free. Uh, but then, you know, people can sign up to the mentorship and stuff like that. There's a ton of bonuses. You get the course, you get like weekly calls, bi-weekly guest calls, one-to-one support at any time. So that's sort of... Yeah, that's that's the way that side of things works, you know. Oh yeah, so you you don't get any money out with the like the courses and the mentorship. That's just literally people signing up and courses are free. Um, in terms of high level and stuff itself, to get access to the course, they sign up with uh, it's it's an affiliate link, and obviously you don't make anything unless they ultimately pay for the software. Myself and High Level partnered up recently, and usually you only get a fourteen day trial for it, but uh, they get a full month to try it all out and get it up and running and stuff. You ultimately earn then from people actually finding the success. So that's why it's in my best interest for people to actually make this work and sign clients. And, you know, it's, you, you just have to make sure, like a lot of people look at stuff and they think it's a scam, but you just, in this kind of side of things, you need to make sure that people are actually finding the success with it until you make money. You know what I mean? It's so easy to go out and sell like a big one, like a big $2,000 course. And then you'll you'll never speak to them again. It's so easy to do that, but there's no point in tarnishing your name just for, you know, a few six figures for selling a course. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I think that is probably what people wonder as well. Like they see, they see these mad figures online, and then they kind of wonder like where it's coming from. Because in fairness, like the likes of e, it's very hard to actually prove that you make money off it. Like unless mm-hmm. you're literally going to show me your bank account right now and show me the money that comes out of it. So, yeah. like, you know, you seem like an honest enough fella. I'm not going to start, like, questioning whether or not you make yeah. money out of it. But yeah, yeah. For a lot I mean, of that... Like, I always post up Stripe screenshots and all that kind of stuff. So, it's, you know, it's it's all over YouTube and stuff. So, that's kind of... Like, there's only so far you can go with that. You can't, you know, send everyone all your information and stuff. But you have to also prove that you're actually doing this shit for real. You know what I mean? Because there's so many people out there in the space that are just faking it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And is, is there a good few people? That's... I was kind of coming like that's that's a part of why I was asking to come on was obviously to find out about it, but then because I think that is what is associated with any the second you hear you see online you see courses, you know people are gonna people have it like yeah. you know in their head that it's a scam like like most people do and that's just a subconscious thing that's probably been brought up by a lot of them looking like scams and looking very like even during the way you see in like Instagram comments like all these fucking yeah. robots like commenting 100%, that probably though. doesn't yeah. help Um, and then people just I've heard I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard dropshipping and, and yeah. all these now I'm sure they work but surely I wonder actually about dropshipping and like the ones who are like, like the online kind of methods that have been like really like strongly advertised for the last few years are they becoming saturated or would you know I they they one hundred percent are like going back to what I said about four and a half million people doing dropship and that 
just sort of says that there's so many people doing it. It can, it's like anything. It, if you have either a massive drive or you have a lot of money to put into ads, everything out there can work. But in terms of like, like if, if you're a beginner these days and you're trying to find a business model, you have to figure out what makes sense. What has the lowest startup costs? What has the highest margins and what's more passive? You know what I mean? And the way I looked at drop shipping was your store might have 30, maybe 40% profit margins. You have a lot of things to do. You have to fulfill, you have to deal with returns, you have to ship products. You know, you have to do all this kind of stuff. Whereas whenever I ran the SMMA, so I that's that's what I did previous to uh, SAS. I ran an SMMA for a bit. It's providing content creation for car dealerships. It was a better model because it was between 60 and 70% profit margins. But what I didn't like about it, and you know, you could say that oh, this just because you didn't like working with people or whatever, but you had to actually speak with the client every day. You'd log in. There was so many things that they want to change with the content. You know, it was just a headache trying to, you know, hire people then to try and produce the content. And then there's like, you're the middleman, you're chatting in between. And it's just an absolute nightmare. Whereas whenever I found the SaaS and I jumped straight into it, there's no middleman there. They deal with me directly. There's no logging into their accounts or any of that. Like every day, there's no fulfillment. The software does it itself. And then your profit margins are between 90 and 95% every month. So that's why SaaS was the smart thing for me to just proper go at. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how are the, how are the profit margins so high? Like is, is, um, is it just cheap as fuck to actually do it? And then people are willing to pay. Like will, will people pay? They obviously like, cause sorry, can you remind me actually? Cause the first thing you said was like what everything you offer. And I kind of just completely forgot what you said. Mm. Um, could you just remind me what you said was on that thing again? Because I just completely forgot. Yeah. So when you go to a business owner, they probably, they most likely are paying for a lot of different softwares out there. They're running a website through WordPress that's hosted on some hosting platform. Their email marketing tools separate, their SMS marketing tools separate, their reputation management separate, their CRM, which there's like a lot of CRMs out there that can literally cost thousands a month, depending on the amount of users and contacts and everything. We're able to provide all that in one software at whatever sort of price you want to price it at. You know what I mean? Like if a business owner is spending 2000 a month on their software, all their software stack and everything, we're able to come in there completely like replace that with a lot more features for say 500 a month or 200 a month. It just sort of depends on the business. Then of course it makes sense to like cut a lot of costs there, but get added value there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but go, going back to the question about why the margins are so high, when you sign up to high level, you're able to get unlimited accounts so once you're sort of past the threshold of okay i've now broken even everything on top of that is profit you know yeah um i'm guessing there's going to be a good a good bit of competition like when, when you say about like the the lads who do you know the way you say you do all the stuff together like the crm like reputation mm-hmm. management like all the stuff like is piled in into one software surely lads who do there's hardly anyone still doing just reputation management on their own or CRM or any of them on their own anymore. Cause surely they're looking up at G who are, you know, as you say, 99, 90 to 95% profit yeah. margins. Surely they're thinking like, fuck this. We're going to go up and compete with the big lads. I mean, the market is massive. 
You know what I mean? There's a lot of people, like even this business model here, you didn't really know much about it until you found me. It's the same as any, you know, it's the same as any anyone else. Like people might solely be providing reputation management and they're finding great success with that. And they don't really know about the opportunity of high level and the fact you can put it all together, but they're, they're still crushing it. But like if they added on extra features, it could add more opportunity and more income, but it could also take away from what they're already doing the same time you know what i mean yeah and is there any um again i i'm just i'm just wondering is there anything with back to the reputation management this is still the thing that comes up in my mind is there any um like data breaches that come from like say the first thing that just stuck out in my mind was getting rid of the the negative comments is there any would there be any data breach like to get rid of anything like that or does that never come up when user when user carrying that out um not really because it's the same as like any other software so anytime you fill out a form anytime you check into a hotel anytime you buy car insurance anytime you do anything it's on some sort of database somewhere you know what i mean the good thing about high level is it's all you know it has all the gdpr compliance that has they, like they've already handled that because the thing is you're using their backend system like you're actually using their system so they need to handle all that all you really need to focus on is you know, obviously making sure there's no breaches, you're not giving out everyone passwords and all that kind of stuff. So a high level sort of deals with the actual technical side of things and making sure it's all legal. Whereas you just need to make sure that there's nothing actually goes wrong and no one else that shouldn't have access doesn't have access. You know what I mean? And it's it's good to have like a it's good to look over all the campaigns and stuff. So if your clients are, you know, sending out some cold email or not cold emails, but let's just say they have an email list or they have an SMS list. It's good to make sure that whatever they're writing and the automations are set up correctly because you don't want to accidentally send one person like 10,000 emails and you send that to everyone because not only is it going to be costly for the emails themselves, but you could, you know, land in a bit of trouble for just straight up spamming people as well at the same time. You know what oh, I mean? could so you? It's, just, it's just about keeping it right and stuff. I mean, like B2C emails. So here's the thing. Um, like you send in cold emails it, it depends on the country and stuff like that but gdpr usually you can send cold emails to business owners because it's the business owner it's it's a b2b thing it's business to business you need to have like opt-out links and you have like unsubscribes and all this kind of stuff where it's like it's completely illegal to send b2c cold emails like business to consumer i couldn't just load up my software being a business owner let's just say i own like an e-commerce store selling sound like vapes or something like that i i couldn't you know email you saying oh we got these vapes unless you had actually signed up to the email it, the actual email list itself you know what i mean whereas like if i was a business owner and i had a thing to pitch your business let's just say i wanted to run your content i technically can email you but i just need to have the best practices there for the people to unsubscribe or opt out or never get contacted again or whatever you know what i mean yeah. that's generally how it, it works there's obviously a lot of other factors there you need to be careful of and stuff depending on the country and that but usually that's that's how it, how it runs you know yeah because i was when you when you said that i was thinking had i ever been cold emailed but i don't think i had been because anything yeah. there was a few odd times when i was emailed and i was i don't know do you know about that like just say you could be like um looking at you wouldn't even be, like let me think 
it could be like let's say you were looking at love holidays for like a this wasn't the example I can't think of the example but let's say you were looking at love holidays for like a holiday to Spain or something and then like mm-hmm. a half an hour later you get like an email not even from love holidays just about oh holidays to mm-hmm. so, so at least that's kind of, that's probably not really a cold email because it's somewhat related to even though yeah. it's not from the same um, what's it called even if it's not from love holidays it's kind of yeah. some way related I've never heard of people like getting emails straight straight after being on somewhere but what's very common is getting pitched with ads on Facebook and Instagram. Like even if you're talking about things, these ad platforms can, you know, they know what you're saying. And if you're interested and let's just say, you know, you were going to get engaged and you were like thinking or talking about engagement rings and you were searching it up. The fact that I've now said this, if your phone's nearby, you'll probably get engagement ring ads tomorrow. That's sort of how the the advertising platforms sort of get you in there you know what I mean yeah but that's like so what like so Siri is kind of always on isn't it yeah because that I've seen yeah that has happened on my phone as well and it's fucking weird because like like you can't really say anything anymore with, it, with the phone beside you like it's it's that's I mean every time you sign up to a platform like you know those terms and conditions you're signing up to on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and those other platforms when you click agree and accept you're pretty much allowing them to do whatever they want what your information you know what i mean if you really need to find out what they're doing you need to read every single term and even at that some companies just straight up break them you know what i mean like there's companies that have been in court so so many times over the last few years they, they just break the rules anyway but because they have enough money they can afford the fines and stuff you know yeah it's it's insane how like ruthless they are just to sell to you like they'll break mm-hmm. that many rules and in fairness like they know well that no one's gonna read 30 pages of fucking when uh, you're signed up to instagram you're like oh, i want to get my account I don't, i'm not gonna waste an hour look just, reading you just pages. And you, I, everyone everyone does it eh? yeah <laughs> yeah but um it's yeah it's fucking mad oh yeah that, that was that was another question i had but obviously you answered i was gonna say surely that's a data breach but sure we fucking all agreed to it so you agreed it so it's, it's not really uh, yeah it's not no so yeah, I don't know. That that is fucking weird though. But it's the same of like, um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, like who did I? I don't know. Was it someone else was telling me a few weeks ago? Like they just randomly their phone could be on the kitchen table beside them, and they were saying something and whatever. And a voicemail sent to this actually happened sent to me. I think it was actually sent to me, and just a voicemail sent to me about them talking for five minutes. Like God forbid they fucking said anything bad about me. Like because it was mm-hmm. it was literally like. I know yeah. that's a separate thing to like the and being tracked, but like the phones, um, I'm gonna sound like an owl, but the phones are fucking lethal. Like when they're oh, not, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hundred percent, yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy. The and like things AI and everything coming in now, it's so easy to do things that shouldn't be done. It's so easy to replicate things. It's so easy to create clips, and you know, there's even in court and stuff in years from now, it's going to be. You know, even video footage and stuff, they in, in a few years from now, it mightn't even hold up in court because there's so many things you can just generate with AI. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, do you know the way, like, I don't know if you have Snapchat or not, but uh, do you know the way Snapchat has, like, the, the AI that you text? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was asking the other day about, like, holidays to the, the thing. No, my internet was fine now. I just, I texted it, and then I texted it twice, left me on open. Imagine getting left on open by the fucking AI. Uh, like. Yeah, yeah. Fucking lonely I, is that. What's scary about the AI thing as well is you can actually send that a picture. You can send that a snap. Like if you sent that a selfie now, and I've I've accidentally done that before, it can read the images and it knows everything was happening. It was like 
whoa nice beard man i'm like oh, like it's so it's, it's crazy how i can literally just read everything and if you were saying something in those videos too that's it's all stored somewhere it's all it's once something's out there it's it's there to stay you know yeah it does it worries me a bit like it's mm -hmm. all you know it's all up in the cloud i'm assuming so it's, it's as you say there to stay so i mean they say cloud but all the cloud is is a big computer somewhere you know what i mean so all the information someone really wants to plug into any system like if you someone over at snapchat wants to go to your username and look at every single image you've ever sent they can they can do it there's probably some sort of term there where it's deleted after a certain amount of years or months or whatever but like everything once it's out there it's it's out there you know yeah jesus um yeah, that's nearly all I have to ask you, uh, Jason. Is there anything you, or should I let you have the final word if there's anything you want to say? Or... Um, so if you're starting, if you're thinking about starting a business, just go for it. Like if you're somebody that's young and you actually really want to change your life, all it takes is 12 months to really completely change your situation. That's the thing, like two years ago, this time two years ago, I was stacking shelves and home bargains that's how like that's how quickly this shit's changed two years i was making seven pound 55 an hour stacking shelves and <laughs> two years later i'm you know doing all this i'm creating all this content i'm coaching all these people and it's like you can really change your situation in in two years but just stick with something if it doesn't work keep going there's a pool of opportunities out there don't be jumping around because if you spread your you spread your eggs way too thin you know, you're you're not going to find success in anything. So if you're doing something right now and you're thinking about quitting because it's not working, just hold out for one more day. Just keep telling yourself one more day and and that's it. You'll you'll eventually get your break.